what's up guys welcome back to bible studies with me constantine and today we are going to read genesis chapter 3 and i am hyped for this to be honest um genesis chapter 3 is really where things start to kick off it's where well you you'll see you'll see obviously but yeah let's get right into this if you have your bibles with you take them out and if and read along and if you don't have your Bibles or you just want to listen along, that's completely fine and up to you. But let's get into this. So Genesis chapter 3, the, the temptation of Eve. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Ye hath God said, Ye, sh ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So guys, those five, five verses, sorry that I kind of, you know, butchered those um, old English, not old English, but those, those words like, yeah, it's, it's a little hard. It's a little hard. And like I said, I'm not professional at this, but I am trying my best so you guys can understand. But also, if you have your Bibles with you, that helps a lot because you guys may read a lot better than me. But uh, going back. This is very important. Why is that? Well, because first, she is Eve, right? Uh, what God, uh, what the Bible is talking about is that Eve is in the garden, and actually, God created the serpent. God created the, God created snakes, and God created the serpent as any animal there is on earth. And as we all know, or as uh, if this is new to you, Satan um, was a serpent. And is a serpent. He is pictured in many artworks, and in in general, he's pictured in as some kind of ill and mean creature. And that, when we think about that, we usually think of a serpent or a snake. And in the Bible, almost all the times, the serpent is a reference to Satan. Correct. And right here, the serpent is tempting is drawing Eve into temptation to saying, like, when she says here, when he says here, sorry, it says, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Right there, that's where the temptation starts. That's where Satan's saying, okay, are you, can you really not eat anything? Like, are you so limited, right? Like saying, hey, it's a lot, of, it's a lot more fun eating from another tree, right? That God has restricted you from, right? As we live today, um, the world we live in, correct? They, it offers a lot, right? It offers partying, alcohol, um, smoking, drugs, and all these, you know, fun things. I guess you would say that the world has to offer, right? And partying and money and all this, right? And that sounds fun, correct? But God has limit has said that's that's not really fun. Because what that really does is just separate your relationship from him. But that's for another lesson. But going back to this, 
Eve responds with him saying, we can eat from all the trees, right? We can eat from all the trees and all the plants of the garden. However, we cannot eat from the tree of life, of knowledge, sorry, which is good and evil. And Satan says, as, a, as an excuse, as he has for everything, says, the only reason why God wants you not to eat from that tree is because you will become a God like him. And if you guys don't know this, Satan was actually one of God's angels. Satan was actually very powerful. He's the God, he's an angel of music. And he's actually, he was very powerful with God. He was actually one of God's best angels, right? But however, God kicked him out of heaven because Satan believed he was, he felt, Satan be, felt like a God. Satan believed that he was above God and that he could control the world and could control earth and, you know, can have a better power as a God than, you know, God had himself. So obviously God did not like that because that's pretty much betraying him, correct? So God kicked him out. Um, I will go into further detail with that, however, in another episode, but that's pretty much saying this, those five verses are the beginnings of temptation where Satan is saying, God only wants you to not eat from the tree of knowledge because he's afraid that you're going to take his spot, right? And that's not true. He was trying to protect them. God was trying to protect Adam and Eve from Satan, from the tree of life and knowledge. So moving back, uh, we are in verse six. And when, a, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voices of Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Once again, guys, those three verses, correct? Right after Satan tempted them right the food looked nice the food seems pleasant to the human eye as it says however the consequences are very harsh correct like today you know if you're into partying right alcohol for example might seem really you know good to the human eye it might seem very tempting and there is a lot of temptation when you're in a group and it looks good in the human eye however the cause the after effects of that of drinking alcohol is not only you know you might have you might start throwing up it might have a you know horrible headache the next day but also you're separating yourself from god right there's drinking is not a sin right drinking is not a sin however however drinking to get drunk that's a difference drinking to get drunk is a sin because at that point you're just drinking you know, just to get drunk. If you're drinking, you know, just like if you were to drink water, right? Or if you were drinking in the later verse in the New Testament, if you're drinking wine, you know, because it's Jesus' blood, right? That's fine. That's completely fine. Or if you're just hanging out with, if when you're older, 
with a group of friends and you're just having a cup of wine or two, that's perfectly fine. But if you're drinking and you know that you're drinking to get drunk, that's just, that's, that's a sin, right? And that's what will, um, that sin is going to be um, mentioned in the Bible, but later on. So I will get to that later. So moving back, the fruit seemed pleasant to the human eye. It seemed pleasant to Eve, right? The woman that God's talking about. So obviously God gives her the option to do right and good, uh, good and bad, correct? And God's gave, given us the option to do that to everyone, right? That's also another episode, probably on tomorrow, probably tomorrow, that's probably going to be the episode of why God gives us the option to do good or bad. But moving back, Sorry for getting so sidetracked and off topic, but it's all it also relates to this, correct? It's every sentence of the Bible has some sort of connection in our lives. And that's what's so fascinating about the Bible. Because not only is it the creation of us, it's the creation of God and the story of Jesus and Genesis, but it relates to even two thousand years later, after you know Jesus died on the cross for us. And this was thousands of years ago before Jesus died on the cross. But after Eve took the apple, correct, and ate the apple, and then gave it, spreading the sin to Adam, his hus- her husband, they both opened their eyes and saw that they were filled with sin. And I don't know if you guys remember, but the last chapter, actually, they both saw each other without how would you say it without regret or maybe not regret but they did not have any they didn't have any you know past um yeah past regrets i guess remember i i if you guys remember the last episode i mentioned that in our in everyone's lives we have some sort of regret that we wish we could change and adam and eve when they were created and they did not see each other with any sort of regret because they were both sinless. They were both, ju- they, they both were sinless like God and Jesus were. But, or if you guys see God and Jesus as one person, that's completely fine. But it, both Adam and Eve were sinless. And that's why both of them did not feel any sort of, you know, temptation or any sort of, you know, regret. However, once both of them ate the apple or the fruit and touched it and, oh, obviously ate it and passed the sin along, right, between them two, they opened their eyes and that's, and not, and it's not because they opened their eyes, right, that they see themselves naked. No, it's because their, their eyes are actually their souls, right? Their souls open up and see that they are full of sin. We all, all of us are full of sin. None of us are different. None of us are more sinful than the others. None of us are less sinful than the, than the others. All of us are sinful. There's no higher or lower or, yeah, there's no higher or lower in sin. Once you commit a sin, you're, you're, you're a sinner. You are a sinner from the first minute you do sin. And you are not more of a sinner or less of, of a sinner than another person. So, that moment, those three verses are when Adam and Eve commit sin and God is coming down and is about to speak with them. So going back, verse nine, we are in verse nine. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, 
I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shalt not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So, those verses, correct? Pretty much, God trying to figure out why, you know, Adam ate the apple. God comes down and tell and, you know, pretty much shouts Adam's name. Adam, where are you? And Adam hides himself because he's naked. Because when he came to the garden of Garden of Eat Garden of Eden, he wasn't naked. Correct? He was sinless. He was sinless, and that's why he he wasn't naked. Or, you know, I guess you, you would say naked, right? Not really naked. Oh, well, yeah, he was naked, but he was sinless. Let's just lay, leave it at that. But once he committed sin by eating the apple, he was sinful. He was sinful and he hid himself from God because God specifically told him and commanded him not to eat from that tree. However, God asked him, why did you eat it? And he said, well, Eve, my wife that you gave upon me, gave me that apple. And then he asked her why. And obviously she said, well, because, you know, the serpent, which is Satan, told me, hey, why don't you eat this apple and become as good as God by knowing right and wrong? So God gets mad at not only Adam and Eve, but he casts out Satan. He casts out the serpent and curses him, you know, and just punishes him for the rest of his life, which he he is up to this day. And he just banishes him, right? And every animal is against him, and every animal is now, I don't know if this is the right word, but it's now sinful, kind of. Because now all of them, all the animals cannot live peacefully with each other. All of the animals cannot live peacefully with each other as, you know, cat might, cat and mouse cannot live with each other. Because once that sin is committed, now cat and mouse are enemies. Well, more the cat to the mouse. The mouse to the cat is the cat's enemy, correct? So that pretty much changes the whole story, the whole world, once that moment happened, correct? Uh, So moving back, verse 16. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Wife thou hast hearing... Uh, hearken, sorry, unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Obviously, he's mad in that, in that verse. He's very mad because he repeats, I commanded thee. I mean, and I, I think everyone would be mad when you repeat the same thing over and over again to one person and they still commit 
you know, that wrongful act or like betrays you, right? So I would be mad, you would be mad, and of course God is mad, right? Because he wanted to protect them, but they went behind his back. Thorns also, uh, verse 18, thorns, thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return onto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's, his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of, skin, of skins and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life, and eat. And live forever. Thereof the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to the to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden a cherubim, cherubims, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So those verses, God is mad at them, right? God says, why did you eat it? I told you many times not to eat from that, just from that one tree out of the millions of trees you could have, you know, chosen from. You have to do that one because you, you just had to, right? But the reason for that being was temptation. And we all have temptation to everything, right? So God says, all right, I'm going to move you to another section, right, of the Garden of Eden. I believe that's what I you know, kind of acknowledged from this passage. However, I will help you in some sort of way. I will clothe you and I will give you, you know, the opportunity, the ability to, to crop, to crop farms, to hunt animals, to make some sort of living. And God says, I believe God says right here. And the Lord God said in verse 22, behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Now, obviously, he's not going to live forever, correct? Because Adam and Eve at some point die in a couple hundred years. Because at that time, people lived hundreds of years and now, uh, now they live 70 years, 80 years, right? Because, you know, just it's just generations, right? God says... That the man is become as one of us and he will know good and evil. That does not mean, don't get me wrong, that does not mean Adam and Eve are now goddesses. No. Obviously, God is not going to reward them for doing sin, right? God has given them the option to do good or to do sin. And this still lives on today. The reason why we have hatred, we have so much thing, so many things going on. Is because of that very moment. The reason why, you know, that person might be mean to you or uh, that that's kind of childish. But the reason why we have so many political, um, just political things going on is because of sin. The reason why we have so many wars is because of sin. The reason why we have so much just chaos happening in this world is because of sin. God is not punishing us. Don't get me wrong. God is not punishing us. And I know sometimes that might be the case, right? Sometimes that might be the case, but God is not punishing us. Don't whatever happens is because of us and because 
it's meant to be that way because God's God has let us chosen our path. Sorry that I started, you know, getting a little um not attractive, but I raised my voice and I'm sorry if you're hearing this with earbuds, but that's just the truth, right? God once that moment, God gave Adam and Eve the option to do good or evil. To do good or evil. They can either be, live a sinless life, which is impossible because now they committed sin. So they they have a sinful life. Or they can try to do good. We, all of us, have the option to do good or evil. For example, when you see a $100 bill, correct? You either have good or evil. You either be sinful or you be sinless. Sinful by just taking it and just leaving. Or sinless or try to be sinless by grabbing it and asking who it is. Or who is this $100 bill from? That's temptation right there. By seeing temptation is the cause of sin. The reason why we have sin is because of, the, of temptation. When you see that $100 bill you're tempted to just take that money and leave. All of us are. And if you say no, well, I I don't really believe you, right? It might be, it's the right thing, correct? It's the right thing to give it back, not to take it. It's the right thing to give it back to the owner, as everything is. But the reason we have sin is because of temptation. The The reason why Adam and Eve committed sin was because Satan tempted them into eating that into eating that apple. The reason why we have chaos is because of temptation. The reason why we have so many wars, or for example, World War II, was because um, because Germany, right, Adolf Hitler, was tempted to control the world, was tempted to control Europe, was tempted to control um, all these countries, tempted to just destroy the Jewish population. And the sin was killing millions of people and his own people and himself, right? Now, that's kind of a bad example, right? But I'm just trying to set up a stage for y'all. The reason, I'm going to say this again, and you guys are going to get irritated. The reason for sin is because of temptation. And in that moment, God gave Adam and Eve the option to do sin or to do good, to do good or evil. Because if God hasn't, if God never let us, if God didn't give us the option to do good or evil, we'd be robots. We would be perfect human beings, right? But God gives us the option. He gives us freedom and liberty to do whatever we want in this world. Now, do the options we do, do the options we take have consequences? Yes, of course. Everything that we do has consequences, no matter if it's good or bad. Everything we do has consequences. But... In the end of the day, if you're doing it for God or you try to repent your sins every day and try to do less and less sins, then the moment you die, God will be forgiven. And God is always forgiving. I'm not saying as well that you should not do sin because you know God will forgive you. No. At that point, you're just abusing God's forgiveness. And God is gonna forgive you he's he will always forgive you but it's not really it's not worth it the reason why you repent your from your sins is to be um closer to god 
not to run away. Repentant, repenting is turning back, is turning your back on sin and looking forward to God. And that's everything, right? God loves us. And the reason why, and he loves us so much is that he gives us the option to do good or bad, to do sin or non-sins. He loves us very much. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter if you're poor or rich, no matter if you're black or white, Hispanic, Asian, no matter who you are, no matter if you're popular or not, no matter if you're, it doesn't matter. God loves you no matter what. And he lets you live the way you want to be. God lets you choose the options you want to do. God lets you commit sin because he wants you to make mistakes so that you can learn from them. Now, obviously, he's not going to, like, he's if, there, if the consequences of that sin are very high, he's going to persuade you not to do them. He does that to everything. Before committing sin, he convinces you not to do it. And if you commit it, he'll forgive you. He'll be like, it's okay. Just try not to do it next time, right? And that happens. Sin happens. Sin happens even when we don't think about it. Sin happens even when we do know what we're doing. But God forgives us no matter what. So guys, just always remember that God has given us the option to live freely. And with enough freedom. And he loves us very much. And what happens on earth is because of sin. The reason why we are living in earth is because of sin. The reason why I am here is because Adam and Eve sinned. Is because, is because everything, the whole world started with sin. Like the human population started with sin. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. So um, this was... Some sort, somewhat passionate for me, right? As you guys might have told, might have you know noticed. Um, I did repeat a lot of things, and I do acknowledge that. But I really want you know this message to go deep in your heads, and it might have been annoying. You guys probably, you some of y'all might have skipped through this, and I mean I totally get it, right? And but I really want this to be processed in your head and to go. Just I just wanted to shrink inside y'all's heads. So that was Genesis chapter three, I believe. Yeah, it was Genesis chapter three. And that was the temptation of Eve. Um, tomorrow, we will read chap uh, Genesis chapter four, the first sons of Adam and Eve. So that's the when the population, you know, starts to grow, right? When Adam and Eve have the first children. And there will be some sort of an interesting story with, you know, both with their two brothers, right? Not not Adam, not Adam's brothers or Eve's brothers, but their sons, two sons. So that we will get into that tomorrow. Tomorrow I am planning to post two episodes if you guys are listening this to this far. Um I am planning to post a chapter episode but also a daily topic. So kind of like what I just did today with sin, the topic of sin. Um or I might talk about love or I might talk about um, temptation, or I might talk about God, whatever, right? And I am planning to do that every Friday, maybe every Sunday, but for now, every Friday. So 
that was it. That was Genesis chapter three. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I certainly did. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I know this was fairly long, but I hope you guys sunk this, you know, information into y'all's heads. Uh, I really do, because it will be important for the next couple of chapters and for the rest of the Bible, if you want to get closer to God. And yeah, so thank you guys very much. I hope you guys can follow me. And I don't know if you can like this. I'm not sure, but at least follow me. And if you, yeah, at least follow me, please, because I am, well, that's for another episode. I'll talk about that tomorrow on Friday with the topic episode. But yeah, thank you guys so much. I enjoyed this. I hope you guys too. Thank you for taking time off of your day to listen to my Bible podcast. I'm very grateful for that. And I hope you guys have a splendid night. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much. God bless you all and have a great night. Amen.